The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to the Raiders Podcast Network, your official home for all things silver and black. I'm here with Raiders Pro Bowl defensive end Max Crosby. The Condor, uh, is that a name that you like, a nickname that you like? Um, yeah, I like it, you know, because I got a lot of respect for Brian Baldinger. He's the one who came up with it. And uh, it's funny, the fan base just kind of stuck with it, and I feel like it just... It just works. So, yeah, I got a bunch of nicknames, I feel like. So I just kind of <laughs> I just embrace them. I mean, the wingspan does stand out. Do you, how long is the wingspan? It does look like a condor, so I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it kind of started when I was, you know, I was a rookie and I was a little bit skinnier, so my arms looked even longer than they actually were. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, the wingspan, all that. Like, I don't have, like, crazy long arms or anything like that, but I feel like, I don't know, when I watch myself, my arms seem just like, they're always going. Yeah, That's they're just, why. They're just they're, always they're going. They're just there. Yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> well, they stand out. You mentioned Baldy, who's a friend of mine, too. Yeah. He said this about you on Twitter. Quote, pure kinetic energy, plays every snap, every game. Some players just love it more than everyone else. Is it that simple to describe you? You know, I appreciate his words. Um, I can't, you know, I'm not going to be my own hype man, but, like, there's literally nothing on earth I'd rather be doing. I don't take a day for granted. Um, I've been through a lot, so... You know, being out there playing football, like, I don't look at it as, like, I'm at work. You know, everybody is, you know, has their own ways to get motivated. And, like, for me, like, I've been through hell and back, like I said. So when I get to play the game I love and I'm playing it at the best that I've ever played in my life, you know, just from the work I've been putting in every year and getting better and better. So I'm just enjoying it more and more every day, and uh, I absolutely love it. It's, it's incredible. To put it in Vegas terms, you're playing with house money. This yeah, point, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, coming out of high school in Texas, only one college made you an offer. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, Eastern Michigan. Eastern so Michigan. you go to Eastern Michigan, yeah. you play, and then fast forward to last week, Hall of Famer Charles Woodson tweeted that you should be in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation. You ever think that you would be here? You know, honestly, I've always I've always believed in my ability, um, but I never knew where it would take me. Um, Honestly, you know, it's, it's crazy because a lot of people ask me the same question, like, what does it feel like, you know, after I got my contract, like, how does it feel you doing this? And, like, for me, like, it's, it's an everyday process. So I don't try to look too far in the future. I don't look too far in the past. I just continuously get better every single day, and I try to improve, and good things keep coming. So I really haven't had the time to really sit back and look at it. Um, but it's just incredible. You know, it's not like I'm surprised, but I'm just blessed, you know, just to be able to stay healthy and, be in a position where I can maximize, you know, my abilities. And I feel like I got so much room to grow. But, you know, I feel like I'm definitely going the right direction. And a guy like Charles Woodson saying that, uh, he's, a, he's a living legend. So I got a ton of respect for him. And, you know, I obviously, I, I agree with his opinions. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to him. I want to go back to what you said. You mentioned you've been through hell and back. And you were quoted in Sports Illustrated as saying, quote, I'm proud of the person I've become. Uh, you've been very transparent about everything you've been through, about ending your dependency on alcohol. You've had two Pro Bowl caliber seasons in a row back-to-back here. And then just weeks ago, you become a father for the first time. 
What is the number one thing that you want Ella Rose, which is a beautiful name, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what is the number one thing that you want Ella Rose to know about you when she grows up? Not you as a football player, but you as a person. Yeah, you know, I think that's the most important thing. You know, obviously football is great, but um, I want her to have a leader, you know, somebody she can look up to um, and see what hard work can do for you. You know, uh, setting an example for your kid is everything. Um, and I want to be that every single day. You know, my motivation, I already had a ton of motivation before she got here. Um, and now that she's here, it just gives me more. You know, it gives me more inspiration to, you know, be the best version of myself because I have somebody that's going to be looking up to me and watching every move and, and seeing how I operate. So um, if I can, you know, pass that down to her and, um, you know, be, be an inspiration for her, that'll be, you know, everything I can ever ask for. I love to see everybody congratulating you in the NFL world. Micah Parsons, did you see he tweeted congratulations to you on the birth of your child? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I wonder, like, do when you're two of the best pass rushers in the NFL, do you guys just automatically kind of become friends? You're like, hey, bro, we both like smashing quarterbacks. Let's like be cool. Like, how do you become, you just become friends or you support each other? Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy because like, you know, last week, I'm speaking of Micah, like I'm sitting at home, you know, we had the Thursday game and they were about to play on Sunday and he was wearing a shirt, you know, with me on it, you know, with my name and stuff. And, and it's like, it's just respect, you know, at, when you're at, like at the top of what you do um, and you see the guys, you know, you aspire to be like, and then you start becoming in that range, like you have a ton of respect for him. Like Von Miller, like Von Miller took me under his wing and I don't even, I never met the guy anything. And then w once we met, like we clicked right away and I talked to Von all the time just because we understand what it takes to get to the, you know, to the top of, you know, the NFL, like it's not, you know, it takes a lot, a lot of work. And uh, I think it's just a respect thing. You know, Micah, Vaughn, Chandler, you know, before I before I got to meet, link up with Chandler and he came here, like me and Chandler talked all the time. So yeah, it's just kind of like a big family. You know, we meet up in the off season and stuff like that as well. So yeah, I think it just, you know, it's respect for, for people's game. Yeah, it's elite company for sure. For sure. Uh, watching the film of last week's loss to the Rams, when you weren't being held at times when you often were, you were triple teamed. I've been covering this game a long time. I don't see a lot of guys get triple teamed. Is that the ultimate compliment for you? Yeah, you know, I think that's what it's all about. You know, you could complain about it. Like, you know, obviously a lot of people last week are talking about the holding and like, why don't you say anything? People are in my, in my DMs like, why are you complaining about the rest? I'm like, I'm used to it. You know, I'm used to it at this point, you know, getting held, getting double, triple teams, things like that. Um, that's the ultimate sign of respect. Like you said, um, that's what you work for. If they're leaving you on an island all game, that means you're not doing something right. So, yeah, you know, that's everything. You know, it's just more challenge. Uh, it's just more of a challenge for me. Um, and even Coach McDaniels, like, beginning of camp, we had that conversation. And I told him, I'm like, send the house at me. I want it to be as hard as he possibly can do it. And he gave me that every day. You know, he, <laughs> he did not let it, you know, he didn't let one single day be easy for me. And uh, I appreciate him for that because it gets me ready for games and uh, what it's going to look like on game day. Not many offensive linemen are going to leave you on an island, but speaking of respect, is there one offensive lineman that you love going up against? Because it is that one guy that one-on-one -on -one can, can challenge you in iron sharpens iron kind of situation. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of guys out there. You know, there's a ton of good tackles in this league. Um, you know, it's hard to say one. I, you know, last year I got to go against Lane Johnson, who's considered one of the best, and we had a great battle. Um, and so, yeah, a guy like him, ton of respect for Ryan Ramchek from the Saints, great player. Another good um, one. You know, that's at the end of the day, like, I want to play the best. And, uh, you know, getting to do that, you know, I feel like this year I've had an opportunity to go against a lot of the top right tackles in the league. So, um, yeah, you know, it's a big credit to them. I love, you know, I love a great challenge. So it's been, it's been awesome. Now you have the 
Patriots coming this yeah. week. I know in your preparation, you've said that you don't leave any stone unturned. So you've been unturn unturning the stones for the Patriots. Yeah. What do you see under them? I mean, this is a Patriots offense that struggled. It's banged up, it's still winning, still in a playoff position. Yeah, you know, they're, you know, obviously everyone knows their history. They have the best coach of all time. You know, he's literally the GOAT. Um, so, yeah, you know, no matter what has happened this year, they, they're seven and six. Um, they've won more than they've lost. They have a ton of, ton of really good players and, you know, they're disciplined. They do their job at a high level. Um, for us, it's another challenge. You know, they're coming to our house. Um, we got to back it up. So uh, we definitely look forward to the challenge. It's going to be exciting. And Josh McDaniels has five rings there as a Patriot. And I know usually as a defensive player, you're not picking the mind of your head coach that's offensive-minded. But do you do that a little bit more this week, knowing what he knows about the Patriots? Um, yeah, no, of course. Um, it's kind of funny. <laughs> you know, this week I've been messing with Josh a lot because, it, you know, it's a big week, obviously. You know, he's playing his – going against his former team and uh you know i've been just trying to make him uh not be so serious because i know you know everybody's kind of like all right it's patriot week but i've been kind of doing the opposite trying to you know make light of it and uh have some fun with it so yeah it's been incredible you know we're getting ready um i feel like everybody's got their mind right and it's gonna be a it's gonna be an awesome day one last question closing out games has been an issue it's been the achilles heel for this team as you know 10 one possession games you guys have lost seven of them as a leader as somebody that's so high motor and wants everybody to perform at that same level, how do you help fix that? It's not something in practice that you can create that game situation or a scenario about close games. How do you as a team fix that? Yeah, you know, I think honestly it just comes down to everyone doing their job. You know, it can't just be in the second quarter, the first quarter, it's got to be for 60 plus minutes. Um, and that's something that, you know, when you have a team with younger guys, you have guys that are coming from a different system, new coaches, um, things, th things just don't happen overnight. Um, and that's the thing we got to trust. Um, obviously, it's super frustrating. Uh, you want to win those games, the closed games. Like last year, we won basically all of our closed games. So, yeah, it's extremely frustrating. I want to be in the playoffs. I want to be in the biggest games um, personally. Um, but as a leader, you know, I got to bring my guys up and, and show them what the standard is, and that's, you know, something that's going to take time, but I feel like we're, we're going in the right direction. So, you know, just staying, staying positive. Uh, we got four games left, and we're still, you know, we're still in the hunt. So, you know, you could either fall into the trap and feel bad for ourselves or, or fix it. And I feel like, you know, we have more guys that want to fix it than, than the others. So it's going to be great. Congratulations on all your success. It's so much fun watching you play out there every single down, every single snap, as Brian Boldinger said. Uh, we'll see you out there against the Patriots. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Raiders Podcast Network. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.